Hey everybody, it's Seth Sinclair here on Modern Da Vinci. Looking today to give you another set of tools to work on your own personal and professional development. This time the topic is going to be on being a better listener. I'll be the first one to tell you I am not a great listener. And as a leadership coach and trainer, I don't feel great admitting that. But the truth is that research shows that we're probably in the same boat. And why is listening so important? Why does it matter? The answer is actually more powerful than you might even think. The truth is, listening is at the heart of developing lasting relationships, building trust, avoiding conflict, and being able to influence others. When you really listen, you show the other person, the person that you're talking with, that you care about what they think and that they're worthy of your full attention. And the bottom line is people want to be listened to and they want to be heard. And on the receiving end, research shows we often retain only maybe 20 to 50% of what we hear. So every time that happens, we're missing an opportunity to connect with someone and to learn. So the question is, are you genuinely interested in understanding what others are saying to you? Can you give your full attention to someone and not only hear the words they're saying, but also feel the emotions they're sharing, get a true understanding of what they're really trying to express? Hopefully the answer is yes. And following along with the rest of this podcast and the article that we posted with this, will give you some strategies to make great listening a reality for you. But if the answer is no, just think for a few minutes about the potential consequences of taking that approach to listening. The easiest way to think about it and to validate how important listening is, is to think about your own experiences where you had something important that you wanted to share. Could have been an idea you had, a feeling of excitement, maybe sadness, or even just a story about a funny experience. Can you recall a time when a friend, spouse, or colleague ignored you, blew you off, interjected their own opinion, or was thoroughly distracted? Contrast this when a time when someone really listened to you and actually valued what you had to say. Now, how did those experiences feel? The impact of both of those conversations can be quite powerful and long-lasting, with the first resulting in hurt feelings and frustration, the other a feeling of connection and resonance. Now, look, we know no one is going to be a perfect listener 100% of the time. And we also know that shedding old listening habits isn't always going to be easy. But it's entirely possible to improve your listening skills if you actually use the following approach. All right, the first step is doing a quick assessment on your own current listening skills. So I'm going to lay out three levels for you and just reflect on which one probably best describes you or how you think others might assess you. The first level of listening is called self-focused. This is really best described as hearing what the other person's saying, but not really listening. So in other words, you hear the words that are coming out of their mouth, but you're not putting any energy into actually processing them. Instead, everything is focused back through you. You're, you're primarily focused on your own feelings, judgments about what they're saying, or even trying to anticipate what's next, right? And in level one listening, it's also characterized by being distracted, in interrupting. So a typical level one conversation, someone might mention something to you and your response could be, oh yeah, me too, same with me, or yeah, yeah, that sounds good, or oh yeah, yeah, and then, well, let me tell you what I'm thinking. So in each of these cases, instead of focusing on what we're hearing, we're really focusing on our own thinking and what we wanna say. If you find yourself spending all of your energy in a conversation planning on what you wanna say next, that's definitely level one. 
Now we all listen at level one on a regular basis and that can be entirely normal if it's a passing conversation in a hallway or just a polite check-in. But beware of settling for level one when you're in the middle of a conversation where there's important subject matter or even emotional considerations. You may very well risk missing out on important information or damage the relationship with that person and lose their trust and respect. The next level of listening is called attentive listening. This is characterized by being focused on the other person and showing a sincere interest in wanting to understand them. At level two, you hone in on the person and the content of what they're saying. And you use techniques like asking clarifying questions or paraphrasing to reflect back what you're hearing. When you're demonstrating level two listening, you might use phrases such as, wow, I'm hearing that this is exciting and new for you. Or I'm surprised at the choice of words you use. Tell me more. Or wow, I can see that this is something very important to you. So the guiding principle behind level two is curiosity. Your goal as a level two listener is to be inquisitive and learn more about what the other person is saying and feeling. The more you can demonstrate level two listening, the more you'll notice the positive response that it will elicit in others. Next level of listening is level three, empathetic listening. At this level, you are completely in tune with the other person. You can sense and actually feel their emotions and you notice all aspects of how they're communicating well beyond the verbal. You're picking up on tone, volume, body language, and you can feel the energy levels that are a part of the conversation and the information that's exchanged. A true level three conversation is really a moment that you're sharing with another person. It can feel almost like time is passing slowly and you can tangibly feel the energy shared in the conversation. And even among a powerful conversation like that, there can be moments of silence. Now, a key aspect of being able to listen at level three is to provide your full commitment and presence in the conversation. Being present means you're conscious, open, flexible, and engaged. You're giving all your energy to that moment. Now that's a difficult thing to do in the world today when we're always worried about what's coming next, or our phones are distracting us, or we're being pulled away to worry about something else. Learning how to offer your full presence, that's the key to creating a level three listening experience, and that's the foundation for building lasting and meaningful connections with others. All right, now that we've covered those levels of listening, let's go back to thinking about yourself. How do you assess your own skills? What level do you feel you listen most often? If the answer is level one, you've got something to build on. Or even if you find that you can listen at level two and three, there's usually always opportunities to improve. We won't always be at level three, but even striving for level two more often is an important goal. So what steps can we take to start improving your listening today? So whatever steps, whatever goal you set for yourself, there are some simple steps you can take. The first one has to do with how you prepare for a conversation. Before you, if you know you're going into a conversation before you start, ask yourself, what do I want from this conversation? What is my goal? Am I coming to learn something new? Am I trying to show my support? Do you have a curious mindset? So check yourself to put yourself in the right frame of mind to get started. If you find yourself running into a conversation, if you're coming from a meeting or a stressful experience, take a few minutes to slow down, take a deep breath, collect yourself, that'll allow you to go into the conversation with a clear mind. And then pay attention to the setting. Set up the conversation for success by being in an environment that's got minimal distractions. If you're sitting behind your computer and your emails are up in front of your face, it's gonna be hard to give someone your full attention. Put your phone down, get away from the computer or whatever else might be a distraction, and give yourself a place where you can provide your full attention. Now, once you're in the conversation, 
there's a lot of different things you can do to demonstrate great listening. The first and most simple is be conscious about making a sincere attempt to focus your attention on the other person. Watch carefully for their facial expressions and body language. Sometimes they'll reinforce what they're saying. Sometimes they may contradict what they're saying. Says they feel happy, but they look sad. That's something to pay attention to. Try to resist the urge to respond immediately to what they say with a comment. Just slow down and ask a question. This goes back to the principle of wanting to be curious. Summarize and share back what you're hearing. This may be as simple as saying, so I'm hearing from you that you feel stressed. I understand from you that this is something exciting. You're just looking to share back what you're hearing to validate it, and it also shows that you're paying attention. At least once, share an observation about something you notice in the person's either word choice, body language, or emotion. So you may say, that's an interesting word you used. Why did you choose that? Or, I sense that you look tense as you're describing that. This is just another tactic that shows you care, you're learning, you're paying attention, and it's giving them information back that they're even learning and hearing about themselves. Try not to interrupt the other person. Just be patient, slow things down again, let them finish what they're trying to say. It's okay if there's pauses or moments of silence in a conversation. Just give the person space to really get out what they'd like to share. And then if you do find yourself drifting off, if you're getting distracted by something, don't be afraid to be honest about that. You can just say, I'm sorry, I was distracted. As you get through with the conversation, just take a moment to reflect back, think about what went well, where were you able to listen? Where did you get distracted? Where did you find yourself struggling to provide your full attention? This is a great way to figure out and how you can improve the next time. And also, just pay attention to what you're noticing in the other person that you were speaking with. If you were, if you feel you were demonstrating level two listening, did they respond the same way they normally do? Or were they perhaps more engaged or energized? See what the impact actions has on the others you're talking with. Now remember, it's very important to understand, being a great listener doesn't mean you have to agree with everything the other person's saying. The purpose of this post is to focus on understanding. In other posts, we'll talk about how to handle conflict in a conversation or how to manage a crucial conversation and have a two-way engagement where you can express yourself and continue to listen to what the other person is saying. Now, when I opened this post, I mentioned that I myself have a long way to go with my own listening skills. My fault in listening was that I always wanted to be ready to have something smart to say and therefore, instead of listening, I was always preparing what I was going to say next. This was a poor habit that I developed in the world of consulting where it felt like you were validated by being ready with the sharp answer. In some settings, it felt like that was effective, but when I reflect back upon that experience, I know that I limited the connections I made with my teammates and even my customers. So fortunately, I was given insight to my lack of listening or my weakness in my listening skills several years back when I began a formal coach training program. So since that time, I've been working hard, I've improved, and now I'm able to give my full attention to clients in a coaching setting. I do have a goal, though, of being better and more consistent in listening outside of a professional setting and offering a same level of commitment to my family and friends. Now, look, you've taken the time to listen to this podcast or read the post, so it's time to put this learning into action. Pick a conversation that you have coming. It could be tomorrow. It could be in a professional setting or personally with a friend, spouse, colleague, whoever, whoever you feel comfortable trying with. So follow the tips above. Get ready for the conversation. Try some of the steps that we discussed in the middle of the conversation and take some time to reflect. See what you notice and learn. Come to the blog post, share your comments. We'll be happy to follow up with our support. Thanks for taking the time to listen and don't forget to subscribe and be a part of our site here on Modern Da Vinci.